Okay, Bismillah, day 10 of the Ramadan series on Tazkiyah. Let's begin. Jannatu adnin tajri min tahtiya al-anharu khalidina fiha, wa dhalika jazaa'u man tazakka. Gardens of lasting bliss, graced with flowing streams, and there they will stay. Such is the reward of those who purify themselves. Surah Taha, verse 76. And so that's why we're doing this Ramadan series, because we want to purify ourselves. We want to get those gardens of lasting bliss, inshallah. So, Bismillah, Rabbi Shrahli Sadri. Like I said, day 10, just like that, a third of Ramadan has gone. So let's actually discuss the moral values that are related to self-development today. So it's actually interesting because we can we can sort of see someone's morals by the way they conduct themselves, or we can sort of see how a person's morals influences how they act. And actually, you know, like without morals, we would be like plants or animals. So that's not really necessarily a bad thing, but basically we would be living without morals or responsibilities. And we're humans, and as humans, that just won't work. It won't benefit the world, it won't benefit mankind, because without morals, there would be no self-development, and then there would be no need to work on oneself. And so as individuals, we actually decide which path of life we want to take, whether that's, that path is filled with good or evil, with peace or insecurity, with success or loss. And more importantly, we all have our own worldview about the purpose of life or what our end goal is. And as Muslims, I believe we all share a common worldview from the spiritual side, and that's all that we that is that we all want to enter heaven and we want to be reunited with our loved ones there and meet Allah, meet the prophets, and that's what we share as a common worldview as Muslims. Now, if our worldview is faulty on what the purpose of life is or what our role or status should be in this world, this can actually affect our moral views because we would just be like, oh, if there's no point to life, then why am I doing good? Why am I donating to charity? Like, there's no need. And so our morals can be skewed. And so actually Kant, um, a German philosopher, even stated that rationality, it requires us to be moral. So that's in terms of the German philosopher, but what's the Islamic view on morals? Let's discuss that. So both the universe and us, mankind, everything was created by Allah. So everything is Allah's creation. And since everything is Allah's creation, this means that it's all under a divine plan. And it's important to remember that we might not understand what the actual like divine plan of everything is, but that there is a purpose to life. And I'll be honest, for me, sometimes it is hard to, like, know what the purpose of life is. Like, why am I here? But I try and remember and I try and remind myself that Allah brought me here. Allah created this world. Allah made me Muslim. All these types of things to help me remember that actually there is a purpose. I might not know it. I may never know it, but I put my trust in Allah, I put my faith in Allah, and that's what helps me get through some of the days. Um, Everything that exists as well is a reflection of Allah. So the trees, you see how magnificent Allah is, the mountains, how high they stand, the water, the reminder of how 
Allah's words in the Quran, just everything is a reflection of Allah. He's the the good, the ever-living. He's the source of generosity, mercy, compassion, ar-Rahman, ar-Rahim. And so Allah created us, and this is important to remember, Allah created us in the best of molds. And he has given us this ability. He's allowed us to be guided as Muslims to do good, to try and perfect ourselves, to do tazkiyah, to purify ourselves. And so, again, our main objective in this life is to draw closer to Allah because that in turn, drawing closer to Allah, building that relationship with Allah, is going to bring us again closer to the final destination, heaven. And that's our ultimate goal. Even the Prophet mission, Prophet Muhammad, was to instruct us in morals. And I quote by his saying, I have only been sent to perfect good moral character. And so we always we know that the best example of the of a human is Rasul the Prophet. And we try and live by him. We try and emulate some of his sunnas the way he lived by because his morals were amazing. And we are we just want to try and be just a glimpse, a pinch of that if we can. And so Islamic morals are concerned with the following identifying um, excellence in morals, uh, imparting knowledge to be able to differentiate between what's good, what's bad, what's right, what's wrong, and also encouraging the incentives for doing good. So doing charity, we know the reward for that. For fasting, we know the reward for that. And these are incentives that allow us to do good. And we have this verse, Rather seek the reward of the hereafter by means of what Allah has granted you, without forgetting your share of this world, and be good to others as Allah has been good to you. Do not seek to spread corruption in the land, for Allah certainly does not like the corruptors. Surah Al-Qasas, verse 77. And so verses just like this and others in the Qur'an, they're a constant reminder for us to do good. Why? In order to seek the reward of the hereafter. And because Allah has been good to us. Allah has been merciful to us. How many times have we wronged someone or how many times have we done something wrong or sinned? And how many times have we seeked Allah's forgiveness? And we, we hope that Allah will allow us, will forgive us. And so that's the same thing. We want to be good because we hope that Allah will be good to us. And so it's also important to note that certain things, there are certain things about the Islamic moral system. So number one, it's a moral code legislated by Allah. And so there are things that have been prescribed to us that we follow because Allah has legislated it and it stays consistent and it can't be amended. Number two, morals govern all aspects of our life. So everything we do, we live it by a moral standard because we want to do good. And number three, it's based, it's based on goodness that strives for perfection. So we're trying to strive for perfection by doing things that are good. And so today's moment to reflect is how do you define your own moral code? <laughs> code. So when you're reflecting and evaluating yourself right now, how do you think you are on the scale of the like moral go code? Zero mm, can improve to um, 10, really great moral code. 
And also, are you able to differentiate between what's right and what's wrong? Are you able to know what you're doing is morally correct, morally sound? So that's today's moment to reflect. And now for dua. Bismillah. Allahumma inni a'udhudhaka bin munkarat al-akhlaq wal-a'mal wal-ahwa. Oh Allah, I seek refuge with you from evil morals, actions, and desires. And so as I mentioned, the first 10 days of Ramadan have gone. They were the 10 days of mercy. And so I'm going to just end it with this dua. Rabbi ghfirri wa rahamu anta khayrul rahimin. Oh my Lord, forgive and have mercy and you are the best and merciful. And we are now going into the second 10 days of Ramadan, the days of forgiveness. And this is the dua for Astaghfirullah Rabbi min kulli wa atubu ilayh. I seek forgiveness from Allah, my Lord, from every sin I committed. And may Allah accept our du'as for that. Subhanakallahum. Oh. And as always, anything incorrect is from myself and all good is from Allah. So forgive me for my shortcomings. Subhanakallahum wa bihamdika. Shadu wa nalai ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum.